What's going on? This is D from the Abundance Podcast. And on tonight's episode, I got my brother, my friend, someone who inspires me a lot more than he may even know. Um, my guy TK, Terrence Richardson. You know, if you want to say hello to everybody. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's up, bro? Appreciate <laughs> you having me on your podcast today. Oh yes, sir. I appreciate you uh taking some time out of your, your your busy schedule, man. I know you've been on set these last <laughs> few weeks and doing your thing. Yeah. Um TK is an actor from Chicago. Right now he's living out in uh California. And um I mean well you 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 tell them a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are. Cause he's got a TK's got an amazing story, you know what I mean? And you you got to respect this grind. I, like, if you don't respect anything else, you got to respect this grind and somebody who really, really chases their dreams. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so, you know, my name is TK, but, you know, my name is Terrence Richardson, as, as he stated. Uh, you know, I'm from Chicago, south side of Chicago, uh, born and raised pretty much, um, you know, uh, and pretty much, you know, dabbled into, you know, I did, uh, you know, a lot of theater when I was young, you know, um, I had like a really, really, uh, uh, vivid imagination. So, you know, um, by being like the only child, you know, I, I did a lot of like, you know, uh, just entertaining myself, you know, just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Just doing that kind of crazy stuff. So I think as, uh, uh, I got older, you know, I wanted to kind of like, you know, we ended up getting like a, a drama program when I was uh, like probably like in seventh grade, and so that was kind of like the first time we really dabbled into like improv and theater and acting and stuff like that. And so, you know, uh, then I decided I was like, man, you know, it'd be dope to kind of like do this on a, a much bigger, uh, a much higher scale. So, you know, as as I continue to get older, you know, I was trying to find ways of just kind of like how am I gonna get out to LA. So, um, by the time I was like, you know, let me see, uh, 25, 25, yeah, you know, um, I had to really get my, my mind right, you know, get my, my focus straight and just kind of get back to the, you know, the focus at hand, which was trying to be an actor, you know, in, in, in Hollywood in LA, you know what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. I think at some point I got distracted you know, straight away, I didn't even really, you know, do it as much after I was like in college, you know, like after 19, I had really tapped into it. But, you know, when you hit 25, you know, realize like, you know, man, shit, you know, like, yeah, like life is moving, moving, you (laughs) feel me? So I felt like I owed it to myself. You know, I think one of the things was, uh, that really pushed that for me was that mentality that, you know, or that, you know, you being, you, you being around a lot of older people, and you hear them, you hear them say stuff like, uh, "Man, you know, when I was your age, I could have did this, or when I was your age, I should have did that." And you could just hear a lot of regret. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just kind of like, "I don't want to be that. I don't want to. I don't want that for myself. I don't want to be like, you know, oh shit, I could have did this when I was when I I could just do it now. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I turned twenty five. I think I saved up. You know, I was working at Sprint at the time, and I just kind of saved up. A change, you know, and shit, by 2015, I packed up everything and drove out to, uh, drove out to Cali. So and I've been out here for six years. I gotta, I gotta stop you right there for a second, because as you say this, I need people to understand, um, and I don't mean to cut anyone, we're gonna pick back up on your story, but I need people to understand, 
Bef- I didn't even know TK personally. Like, yeah. what was this, like, seven, eight years ago, something like that? More than that, it was, like, 10 plus. Yeah, more. like, it was – I don't know how or what, but I remember I had him on – I think it was MySpace, man. Like, I think I had you on MySpace first, and I ended up having him on uh, Facebook. And I don't know how we were friends on that. I don't know how, what happened. But I remember, like, just kind of watching this dude and watching him, like, just go like transitioning. Like I remember, I remember I wrote you one time when I first seen that you moved to California, and I remember just asking, like, "Yo, what, what are you doing? Like, how you doing it? You know what I mean?" And yeah. So as you just said that, you know what I'm saying? That just made me kind of like think about it, and I kind of just wanted to put that out there. You know what I mean? Like I didn't even, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know this guy, and I was noticing like the moves he was making. You know what I mean? And then yeah. when I when I got to know him, and I'm not gonna tell too much of his story, I'm gonna let him tell a little bit. But when I actually got to know him, it's like, man, you really gotta respect that this guy just saved up his 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 money and was like, nah, I gotta go, I gotta go for gold. I gotta go, I gotta chase his dream. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you moved to Cali. Now, how would you say that because you say you've been there six years now, but when you first got there, how was your transition there? Oh shit, boy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> man, it's just, I mean, you know, as they say, your first two years living in Cali is like your worst years, is what they say. That's mm-hmm. what they say. You feel me? So, but I mean, I think me being nine days within in nine days in Cali, uh, I got kicked out of my, my spot. Yeah. <laughs> I got kicked out of my spot. Um, And then I ended up having them go down to Long Beach. And stay with uh stay with family for a year, and then after that, you know, and my family, they just kind of had me, um, you know, I was I was staying, you know, rent free, you know, it was a one bedroom apartment, it was small, you know, and um and they then you know it was there rent free, you know, for a whole year. So I guess you know at that point in time, you know, they made a decision. It was like you know, hey, it's just time, you know, and I didn't have a, a plan, a plan B, or nowhere else to go at the time, you know, so. I told him, I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I found me a, I found me a spot. Yeah, no, don't worry about me. I'm good. And ended up living in my car for like about seven months. Damn. And, uh, and this is in 2016 at the time. So seven months, I'm just kind of like in my car. Um, I'm living and going to auditions. And then I would, you know, go wash up in the YMCA's and the LA Fitnesses and, and shit like that. I would, you know, and there would be times I would actually book work. And so I would have to wash up in the gym, wherever set was going to be, the closest gym that was that closest set, go wash up. Can you feel me? Nah, did you, out of set. did you ever, like, while you're doing this in the process, like, showering at these gyms and sleeping in your car, did it ever hit you or did it ever, did it ever cross your mind, like, damn, man, maybe, maybe I made the wrong decision? Or was it always like a, nah, I gotta, I gotta keep pushing, I'm gonna keep grinding type thing? Well, um, at first, no, you know what I'm saying? Because um, I had made a decision that, you know, whatever personal issues or personal problems that I might go through life, I won't allow that to become priority to my goals or my career. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So at first, no. But there was a particular time where uh, I did go, um, I was on my phone audition for a commercial. It was like a Lexus commercial or something like that. And, um, Pretty much, uh, they said I got the part. You know, it was like they called me. You know, what I'm saying it was like a two a two day audition process, 
And in my car at the time, I got a call from my agent. They said, hey, they booked you. They want you for the job. And I'm just in my car. I think the job was going to be like $3,000 or something like that, you know. Um, and so when they told me, I'm now I'm in the car, I'm just like, yes, you know, this is finally happening. Like, yes, this is what it is. Like, oh, my God, you know, all this, you know, sacrificing I've been doing is going to be paying off. And so the next day I was supposed to be going for a, 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 a dress, a dress, a wardrobe mm-hmm. fitting. And they never called me, you know, nobody ever called me. I was waiting, waiting, waiting. So then eventually I called my agent like, yo, yo, what's up? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to be going for a fitting for the commercial. What's going on? The agent tell me, he said, oh, they didn't tell you? I'm like, no, nah, I what? They say, yeah, no, nah, bro, um, they they went with somebody else. I thought they was going to call you and tell you that they, you know, they went with you. But no, nah, they, they went with somebody else. And wow. I think literally... I ain't gonna cap, you know, I was super emotional, you know what I'm saying, I, I think I pretty, I think I cried that day, because I was just like, frustrated, I was like, it was hot that day, so I was irritated too, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and, and I think at that time, I thought to myself, I was like, what the fuck am I doing, you know what I'm saying, like, is this what my life is gonna be about, because if this is what this is gonna look like, I, I ain't, I'm not gonna do this, you know what I'm saying, it's like, but it was a part of me that just would not allow me to just give up like that, because I think and truly deep down inside, I felt like even though that might be my situation, I still felt like I had the, the, the ability and the talent to hang with the big boys. Yeah, no, so, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, but that was a moment that I almost kind of like really I almost gave up. <laughs> yeah. Now, what was your what would you say your first your first break was like? What was your first um, booking? Like what what was the first? I don't know if it was a show, commercial. What was the first thing you got booked for? The first project I got booked yeah, for? Yeah, project. Um, there we go. See, he's speaking Hollywood, Hollywood lingo. Uh, <laughs> my first pro- let me see. Dang, okay, okay, let's think. Um, I want to say... Uh, I... See, he's done so much now, it's just hard to look back, huh? I bet. Well, because, I mean, I, I didn't book, like, some college film stuff. Like, I, there was part like, around when I first came to, to Cali in, like, 2015, I was doing a lot of background stuff. So, I want to say my very first, probably my first booking that I was, like, you know, was a, a background part. It was background for uh, a movie called Lowriders, which is actually on Hulu. I ain't never seen it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To see if I would see myself in the background. But it was like, yeah, it was like background stuff. But I, I mean, yeah, I, back in 20, it was like background jobs, background for commercials, background. Uh, I started doing like a lot of student films. And even with me Ubering at the time, I would just kind of like, you know, when you pick up passengers, you know, in, the, in Cali, everybody's, uh, you know, everybody doing something. Yeah, you don't know, know who, who, yeah, who you're running into. You know, so I would pick up people that's like, hey, what you doing out here? What you bring you to Cali? I tell them my actor. They say, oh, I, f- I make films. All right, you trying to be in some of my stuff? I'll be like, yeah, shit. At that point, I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care. I'm like, I just need to be resume. in somebody in front of somebody's camera. You know what I'm saying? So I would do, I would just do, I would do a lot of free projects, stupid films, background, background stuff. But I think the one, one that, very that was like one of the first ones that stuck out to me was doing background for uh Kendrick Lamar's uh These Walls music video, which was a pretty I mean it was like a sixteen hour shoot, but it was like probably one of the best background jobs I've ever done. 
but being I, I'm glad you kind of said something about even a music video because I'm not I'm not gonna get away too much from your acting career, but TK also has danced and he dances. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I um every and, and, and I gotta I gotta I gotta kinda say I remember uh TK got booked for uh a, a movie, Chasing Titles. And yes. you were shot in what was it, Fort Lauderdale, Fort Myers? West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach. See, I'm I'm from Florida and I don't even but I remember uh I remember when he told me he's like, yo, bro, I got booked for it. and mind you, me and me and TK had never personally met yet. I just had yeah. I just at the time was in a sense I was a fan. I was inspired by like just by what he was doing, just from what I seen he was doing. And when he told me he got booked for this movie and they were gonna be in West Palm, I'm like, I'm pulling up. I, I gotta go. I'm gonna pull up. So I remember, I remember the first, this is the first time me and TK met. He had his own hotel, whatever, whatever, whatever. I, and I, and I, I joked with him. I've joked with him about this before. I remember I drove all the way down there, you know, just kind of like met up with him. We hung out for a little bit. We took a ride, you know, endured the, uh, the good herbs that the Lord would bless us with at the time. And I remember I was so damn tired. So tired. <laughs> I was so tired man i had just drove all the way to west palm me and the dude were riding around we just talking whatever whatever you know what i'm saying i remember we went back up to the hotel and i was so tired i'm like bro i just know he's gonna be like yo you could just crash in and leave in the morning if you want because he had two beds you know what i'm saying <laughs> yo my boy did not offer me a damn thing he just <laughs> i don't blame him though i don't blame him because you know he'll he don't know me for nothing you know maybe he thought i was gonna steal or do something you know who knows but I joke. I have. I have to bring that situation up. But you know oh, what? Man, I would hilarious. say. I would say full circle, man. He comes back down there for the the movie premiere, and he tells me, "Yeah, yeah. we're coming back down there." And um, he invites me, and that's one of the best. One of the few, best times I've had with TK is when I went back down for the music. Uh, I mean, not for the music, for the movie premiere, and yeah. um, being able to watch the movie before it even came out, hanging out. He had um. They, I guess the the what was the guy the, the director, uh, yeah, right, he's a, yeah, yeah, he he rented out like the the blue martini, and had like okay. a a, yeah. a dope party, like a dope dope party. Yeah, we it, it was fun. I still got video from lit. that. I still got I mean, video from bottles that. Bottles, bottles, bottles on bottles, and just okay. yeah, yeah, it 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 was great. And I had I got my own hotel that time. You know what I'm saying? I had made sure I had my own room. <laughs> But I definitely, definitely was there, oh, you know. Man. But it, it, it was really good to really see somebody, you know what I'm saying, that that you've kind of grown fond of, like, doing it. You know what I mean? Even though it didn't matter on what scale for me, I was just kind of like, damn, man, this, this dude is really doing it. He's really chasing his dreams. You know what I'm saying? And after that, we had spoke a little bit. And I had never been to California. But I was like, you know what? If I go, I'm going to let him know whatever's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my first time going to California it was at like a little bit around my birthday time. And I told TK, and Lord knows what this dude had in store for me, man. I mean, I get I get to Cali, I pick him up, takes me to Runyon Canyon. We on Runyon Canyon. I'm joking with him, like, man, don't, don't steal my weed, man. You can't steal my weed, man. You know what I'm saying? All the time, all the time. I stayed joking him about that, but it wasn't even. 
just that moment. Like I just knew that weekend or the four days, I just knew it was going to be crazy. Just something in me just felt it. You know what I mean? And I remember, I don't know. We was, were, and I didn't know. And I think at that time, I didn't know what to do. I was just like, hey, I ain't. Really just winging it. It was the weekend of uh, the BET Awards too. We were just wing, just really winging it. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I remember I don't, we were downtown, I believe, L.A. He, you bumped into some lady, and she had tickets for the BET Awards. Yeah. And, T, yeah. and TK, my TK got me one. Got me a BET yeah. ticket. He was even Oh, and you were even dancing at the uh, the BET fashion show. Yeah. And I remember. Yeah. When, my bad. Go ahead. Uh, it was, uh, I think that week it was, uh, it was just like a beat. It was like BT Awards, but that, that, uh, they did like concerts. They just had like a whole, whole bunch of just, yeah, just a whole bunch of stuff going on. And I remember TK was, uh, dancing at the fashion show. And I remember, um, trying to get into this and my band, I had got a band or something and it didn't even work. Like the dude scanned to get his work. He scanned mine, didn't even work. And then I don't know why or how, but this dude's like, fuck it, just go. He just let me in. He just let me. I'm like, oh shit, we lit. You know what I'm saying? And I got to see uh, TK perform. I don't, I don't know what the name of your dance team was or anything at that time. Um, I don't think it was a dance team. It was uh, just one of the one of the state. Somebody got hired. Okay, and you were just one of the girls was. uh, She was a part of the ABC, ABBC dance crew or something, Mm -hmm. Um, and she was with uh, the Eight Flavors. So she got hired to perform and so we were just background for her oh yeah okay yeah yeah but i got i got to see that man i still got footage from all that man and like like i said when you really you know someone and you really get to see them and and it's inspiring you know what i mean i remember uh watching him do that i remember some uh some dude tried to i I felt weird too man dude tried to get me when, when, yeah man i don't know what i don't know what he thought i had going on i never forget that and then um, <laughs> we ended up in the in the Staples Center for the BT experience. I got to see like uh, Young Dog, Gucci Man. I got to see all these people perform. Uh, we got tickets for that. Yeah, yeah, like I, I don't know how TK was doing people. it, but everything it was anything that was going on, he had me involved in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this was all yeah. before the BT Awards, like all before the BT Awards. And um, uh, I remember and and. and and I don't partake in it no more, but I remember smoking in the Staples Center. Like, yeah. And that was just a yeah. thing for me at the moment. I'm like, damn, I'm in the Staples Center smoking it. I've never been to LA. I mean, everybody's flaming up. You could just be just had good seats and you could just see like all the smoke. Yeah. On the stage. You yeah. see the smoke just in the air. Like, yeah, the Migos. Yeah, the Migos were man. That was yeah, crazy. Yeah. That was that was crazy. That was definitely an experience, man. And like I said, it was all before the BET Awards. And I remember in the BET Awards, I was so thankful I had just gotten a ticket. You know what I'm saying? TK was like, yo, I ain't gonna be yeah. able to sit with you. I gotta go sit with the with the people, you know, do do do. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So I was by myself and um I I was around great people, man. And even the BET Awards was so fun. After the BET Awards, we got to see uh the little fight. You know, it was a little fight with uh who was it? Oh, yeah. Chris Brown and Amigos like or something Chris like Brown that. And Amigos. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, bro, DJ Khaled was back there trying to break it up. Yeah, me and TK looking all through and over the fence. We're like, oh shit, this is crazy. And I got, like, I got to meet Jackie Long uh, from ATL. I actually got to meet him. So yeah. that was dope too. You know what I'm saying? 
And I always tell people about the, the fun side of it, but you know, on the Dear Abundance podcast, I like to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't ever yes. tell nobody about the walk home. <laughs> because, Bro, in our in our in our in our suits. In our BET in our, suits, man. Had to walk. Oh man, I don't know. Man, and LA is not a small city, man. It is not a small city. We really were trying to navigate through the city walking. Man, I don't know if we walked for like two or three hours. It was definitely two, three hours, yeah, bro. Man, and I ain't gonna lie. One thing I one thing I always regret about that night, but I was like, he gotta feel me. We got to the car and he was like, Yo, you trying to go out? (laughs) Bro, I was so tired from walking. I was like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I think I'm gonna take it to the crib, man. I think I would definitely take it to the crib. But yeah, um, man. that was definitely uh, a peak moment for me in my life, and I've always been very thankful and grateful for TK for that because he he did go out on a limb for me a few times, and I don't know what it was or how it happened, but everything just just really yeah, just fell, fell in our hands, and that was an amazing. Uh-huh. None of that was planned. Like, I mean, I didn't even know how that was going to even happen for me. You feel me? So, yeah, that fact that you came, it was just like it all lined up. Yeah, no. Nah, was- and you said it. You wasn't really tripping. You said it. You was like, man, I'm just glad to be here. That was uh, it. I know something's going to pop off good, so I'm just, man, I'm cruising. I was just here, man. Up, I just... I just what I just and that's I still believe in that wherever I'm at is where I'm supposed to be. I just got to look for the the best in it. You know what I mean? And definitely, yeah. definitely was a was a major time. I even went back out there a few times. Um, I think the last time I was really really out there was like that Cinco de Mayo, and um, okay. and we was in the, when we were in the club and and I was oh, in yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. in I was in somebody's section on Cinco de Mayo. It was these Mexican? It was a Mexican group. <laughs> And I'm I'm having the best time. We drinking. I'm I'm vibing. I'm in the next time I know this lady like you got you got to um you got to get out of here. This is their section. I'm like what? I got to get out of this section. Uh, and they let me chill. They let me vibe in their section. Like, he good. He good. Man, what? Hey, that's what I'm telling. You. L.A. is I when it's all said and done, I'm gonna be there. I'm just raising a child right now, so I got to be smart. You know what I'm saying? But I'm so, definitely gonna so. be out there. So before I get too far away from all the L.A. and the acting stuff, because I do got something I want to bring up with you, but I'm, I'm going to hold off. So okay. going from being booked, like behind the scenes stuff, you know what I mean? Like, cause I know you've been on set right now and you've been like producing and directing a movie or something that you're working on right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So as time has went on and where you stand right now and you were on snowfall. Yeah. You were actually on snowfall. So, would you say that the growth is real, my brother? <laughs> absolutely, man. I mean, yeah, bro, absolutely. The growth from just snowfall, which pretty much was kind of like, I mean, I would still say it's probably like the biggest thing I've, that I've done. Um, mm-hmm. And having to even meet John Singleton and, you know, how he just was, how he just, how he was just all about just like, hey, let's work, you know what I'm saying, let's get it, let's do it, you know, that's just kind of like, and just seeing like knowing all the stuff that he's uh, produced in his catalog, you know what I'm saying, I just, that from just me knowing that I, that, that I was able to meet him and work with him and be on set while he was on set, 
just allow, it just opened my mind to a, a different level of thinking and just, you know, saying that, okay, I am supposed to be here. You yeah, know, yeah. I, I can do this. I am like you're that man. close. Um, yeah, you know, so um, I think for me, it just, I, you know, I've always just kind of told myself that I was just going to be an actor and I was just going to just kind of like just do, do, do the acting thing, you know, and just try to be the one of the greatest actors of our of our generation you know that's just kind of like doing that or whatever um but seeing that you know i feel like i have so much more to offer than just uh just being an, an actor so you know i have uh there was just you know i also made the um abc showcase mm-hmm. and um and that was out that of how many like, people that was out of 25,000 people. Out of 25,000 people, and you made the top yeah. 16. Yeah, and uh, for 2020, yeah. Mm. So, um, and there were some guys, there were some people, I mean, the 16 uh, talent that made it, I mean, they're all just amazing. And just knowing that a lot of them also, too, wrote and direct and produced, you know what I'm saying? And you, of course, we all looked at each other's work and stuff like that. And that also too inspired me, you know? So, um, you know, one of the, one of my, one of, one of my, uh, scene partners, his name is Arthur. He wrote a script that ABC liked. So they kind of like, let us, you know, do it with them or whatever the case is. And, and it was a pretty good, interesting script. You know, it was about two, two guys who are roommates, but don't know that they're superheroes or they have powers or, you know, that they're, you know, whatever, that they're suits. And uh, basically they end up having this, you know, realization and then they had this whole little, uh, whatever. So basically when we, when I was reading it, I, at that time I was like, Dad, this would be actually dope if we turned this into a short film and I can get my, my buddy, my buddy that I went to college with, Vito, um, I was like 10 years ago, I went to college with him, that's my boy, if I can get him to do the stunt, the fight stunts, you know, maybe I can actually produce a film, and then uh, I got my, my buddy Chase, who was also on the showcase, he's amazing with details, he's amazing at directing, I had worked on one of his films, so uh, I just basically got the three of us, and we basically, you know, put this film together, so, and, 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 uh, and it was amazing, because I, first, I just didn't think that I was capable of producing something, but you know, over the six years that I've worked with lots of people, I've made connections, I've networked with a lot of people. Um, I just said, you know, let me just try to reach out. I mean, the worst that anybody can do is say no. Exactly. You know, or not, I'm not interested. And this is a business, uh, this is business. So there shouldn't be no, I mean, it's no personal feelings if they don't, you know, want to be involved. But everybody that I asked was in, once I pitched them the idea, they were in 100%, and everybody gave 100%, everybody dedicated just as much as energy and, and, and dedication to the film that I did. And that was an amazing feeling. So now that that is in post-production, that's being edited right now, yeah. um, it just kind of put a battery in my back to, you know, okay, so I am more than just an actor. I'm, I, I can now produce or find scripts that, roles that I want to do, you know, and put myself and produce it. Um, and it's kind of like, and then when you kind of look at that, how that process works, it's kind of like what Issa Rae does, which Issa Rae, you know, is, is pretty much the symbol of what this is, is basically, you know, she did her show on YouTube and somebody did numbers and somebody from the uh, <clears throat> HBO, I guess, probably seen her, and then they basically gave her a show, and that's what prompted Insecure. And now you see she's getting $40 million deals from 
uh, whatever big studio to produce more movies mm. that she can either one be in herself or find scripts. So that's you know what I'm saying. That's no, absolutely. Like, that's just that's Issa being more than just an actress. You know, that's you know what 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 do you want to bring to the world other than just also being a part of someone else's story? So that's kind of like the growth that I've seen for myself is that now I'm just kind of like in that mind space of wanting to now take more control of, of my career. Yeah. Now, as you say, like you were mentioning all these people, just kind of like people that you've known just throughout what you've been doing. Now, do you feel that people wouldn't have been so willing to help you if they wouldn't have known that your like your drive is that serious like you do take this work very serious do you think you know that people take take you in your career very seriously i do believe that that has uh, that plays a big part um because if you know someone's work ethic and if you knows if you know what uh, an individual is is capable of mm-hmm. and you work with them and you see what they're doing I think it does make it a lot easier for people to say yes because I too am a person of that I, I take this serious so I think that if I was not as as driven as I was it may I probably have to do a lot more convincing you know what I'm saying like yeah. I might have to really uh I can really have to, you know, talk you down into trying to doing this project with you. But I think because, yes, like you stated, you know, because of all of my past work and, and everything that I've done, it made people just be like, yeah. They recognize that. Them. They recognize that grind. Yeah. They, they, they're they like, nah, this TK is serious. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I could, I could definitely feel that. So now I definitely can understand you on that. And um, you said this film is in post production right now. Do we do we have a a, a name of this film? The, oh yeah. So yeah, it's called um, Super Dilemma. Super Dilemma. Because um, I I've been seeing it, you know, on your on your Instagram. Oh, and real quick, my bad. If you want to give your your social media out real quick, so people know where to find you. Yeah, if you want to uh, find me on Instagram, TK Richie, TK R I C H Y. And uh, then you can also find me on YouTube, TK Richardson. I got a page where I got a bunch of my short films and projects that I've done on there as well. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, my fault. So you said it's called Super Dilemma. Yeah. Do you have like a release date? Is it going to just be on YouTube or? Yeah, so I mean, for me, um, because this was just basically like <clears throat> me being excited and just like wanted to just shoot something and be a part of it and bring this script to life. I did it and then I kind of kind of got to this point was like, now what? So no, I don't have a release date for it. Um, I'm expecting to probably uh, definitely something about it before the year's over. But I think what I want to do is uh, once, once uh, I get I think me and the uh, and my, my produce my co-producer Arthur Davis. Once we kind of like decide what we want to do with the film when it's done, um, I think we want to kind of you know try to test the, uh, the film festival market out. You know, try okay. that out. You know, just to get some, a couple of stamps. Why not? Um, say again. I said, why not? Why not? Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. So get a couple of stamps and just kind of get a little more hyper behind it. Maybe we can try to win some awards, and then. Um, and of course, we have like you know the execs at ABC. And then we also have like 
our uh, own agencies and management team uh, that, you know, who also has connections and know people. So, you know, we're going to definitely release it to them and just kind of see what happens from there, you know, um, see, you know, how, how, what the response is with it. And then once you kind of like, once you kind of like go through that, because, you know, putting this project together was a lot. I mean, there was a, we went from like, not trying to spend no money to spending like thousands some odd dollars on it, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I think we, we want to kind of like, it's, 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 it's some quality. So we want to try that. And then once we kind of figure once that part is like done, then we would definitely do a, uh, uh, a social, a social media release, you know, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, you know, the works. Yeah, no, that's that's dope, man. And you know, when you say you go to kicking out a thousand dollars or thousands of dollars, I was gonna say, well, man, you usually get what you pay for. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and um, yeah, you when you speak yeah. on like, you know, hopefully, you know, get some awards and stuff. Like, you've won a few awards, uh, and, and we yeah. have we didn't speak on that as far as your journey. And I got to see you win uh, for a film you did. Uh, TK actually won Best Actor. But I know yeah. that you've also gotten a few other ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you want to yeah. go ahead and pat yourself on the back and, and, and name a few of these accolades now, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to tell people like, I, I know a future Oscar winner here. This is what I'm saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? I always tell them, right. save me a seat, but make sure I'm sitting next to Carucci, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Always. <laughs> I tell them this all the uh, time. Man, all the time, bro. Um, yeah, bro. I've, uh, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's surprising to me as well, bro. I mean, every time that I, you know, I'm being emailed by the writer or director saying, hey, you know, you don't want an award. Um, it's, 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 it's super humbling, you know what I'm saying? Because I do these films, not these, uh, when I get hired for these, I, I mean, I don't technically, I honestly don't really be expecting an award. You know, I'm not doing it looking for an award, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, <clears throat> there was a uh, I won best actor for it's two films that I've just that I've been that I've won best actor film for. So it's one of them is called Existential Donut. That's the one I was there my, for. That was the one. Yeah, I Yeah, which is uh, is also on my YouTube. So I won that one. I won best actor for in a uh, I think it was New Orleans. Is it New Orleans? New Orleans. They did. There's uh some people out there that did um. A film festival out there in New Orleans, so I won Best Actor for them um, for their uh, festival. Um, and then there's another film called Caroline, which is written and directed by uh, this Portuguese um, filmmaker. Her name is Patricia Patricia, Patricia Delgado. That's her name, up, you know, Patricia Delgado. <laughs> um, but yeah, she wrote this film. And the interesting thing about that story is that. Um, back in 2016, I auditioned for a UCLA uh, student film, and, um, and you know it was like a hood class, you know, hood film, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she just so happened to be there helping out. Now um, I did not get the part for the the film, but a year later, she remembered me and she just ended up emailing me out of the blue and she's like, "Yeah, I wrote this film, this uh, short film that's gonna shoot in." Uh, San Diego, it's uh, paid, all expenses paid, and everything like that. And yeah. it's also a uh, two-day shoot. You get paid for both shoots. Um, but I wrote this film with you in mind, and I want you to take a read, see if you like it. Uh, there's also a part in the film that I want to make sure you're comfortable with. 
So take a look at that. See if you like it. And uh, and then, yeah, so I read it and that's dope. I, I agreed to be on it. And so that I shot that in 2017. So now here we are in 2021. And I just now won an award for Best Actor for that film as well. So that was bad. That was like four years ago. That's you know dope. what I'm saying? That's so, dope. That's dope. Yeah. I got I gotta say though, for the for the award I was there a present for. Yeah. I also want to say TK had me on the rooftop partying with an open bar with yeah. a <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know what it is, man. Mr. Hollywood <laughs> over here. It, and I remember even then I was having one of those moments because this I, that was before you were presented with the award, right? Or was that after? Um, I don't even remember, bro. I, I don't. It might have been before. I think it was before. I remember standing out there and I'm looking at all these people around us, all suited up, women with black dresses on. I'm like, damn, man, this, yeah. this is what this actor life is about. <laughs> like, yeah. This is what's going on. <laughs> And I just thought of something else, too, that I left out when when TK uh, brought me down for the movie premiere, the Chasing Titles, the one he shot in West Palm. I remember he was trying to put my name on the VIP list so I can get in. And he didn't know my name. (laughs) I remember standing because I remember the lady even joked. She was like, he didn't even know your name. He's like, D, D Abundance. I, I. Bro, I just it just dawned on me. It just really dawned on me. Like, yo, that's how well we knew each other. That's really how well we knew each other. I'm like, that's dude, don't he? You know what I'm saying? It was crazy to me. I just but that just dawned on me, man. Cause I I I say this now, like me and TK will talk maybe like once a week, even if it's just a small text, like, hey man, you good? What's going on? You good? Everything cool. So I, I laugh at times like this because I really think back. Like, damn, like, dude, there was a point where we really didn't even know each other like that. You know what I'm saying? But we yeah. just stayed cool. I'm like, yo, you ain't even know my name to put my name on the list. I done drove yeah. all the way up here. You yeah, know what I'm like, that's what it's D or what? D Abundant, D Nero, something. Was it Danero? What was it like? Yeah, bro. That just dawned on me as I'm sitting here thinking about, yeah, I was at the award. Wait a minute. When I was at Chasing Titles, he didn't even know my name. He didn't come put my damn name on the list. Man, man, you won't let me forget, bro. Yeah, no, trust me, I ain't because it's just it's all funny. It's funny now, man. We I'm glad that we can look back on it and, and actually joke about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, but I was just let me just say, you know, <laughs> even with all of that that did happen, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, I would say that you know there it did come a point a time when I just realized that you know you didn't really want anything from me you know what i'm saying oh yeah no nah, true because I, I remember that was a that was something you you did say to me you know what i mean yeah like you like, know people you know, yeah no nah, man you wasn't like trying to finesse or nothing like that you know what i'm saying and i think that at some point in time i definitely saw that you know what i'm saying and i thought you just man, your energy just was you know uh and your energy was great I mean, you, yeah. and I just realized, like, man, this is, you know, this is definitely, this is definitely broke right here, man. Yeah, like, I never, I and, 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 and I never, 
Because I remember, I remember, I think when we had that conversation, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we were in the car. I don't know if we were in LA or whatever. And I remember, you know, you were kind of talking like, you know, because people always use that, man, like they do that, man, and they, they, they try to get close. And, they, and I would remember telling, like, bro, I don't want nothing from you, dog. Like, I just, yeah. I'm inspired. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what you were doing inspires me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have Hollywood dreams. I got things I want to do in LA. Like, I appreciate you just allowing me to be here with you. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. never like, bro, I'm oh, I'm trying to take this or get this from you or undercut. Nah, never right. that, man. I never. I've always just been inspired, man. I've always really just, it ain't even so much, like you do amazing work. I've always felt like, you know, I'm, I'm always interested in what you do. You know what I'm saying? But it's more yeah. so like I respect where you come from with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like really... Yeah. Like, bro, now I put it all on, I really put it all on the line and just went after my dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn that. Like, I was sleeping in my car. I was doing this. I was doing yeah. that. And it's like, I can relate with some of that with my own background. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to really see somebody yeah. kind of do that, it's like, damn, yeah. God, you you got to respect that. You know what I'm saying? You got to definitely respect That's that. Because I think I remember telling you in the car, like, bro, I don't need nothing from you, dude. Like, I don't need nothing yeah. from you, man. I don't want nothing from you. Like, yeah. It just was never like that for me, but I was always yeah. just inspired. You know what I'm saying? Like, just always like, you know what? This dude out here grinding, like he doing it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like he not letting nothing hold him back. And then I think yeah. once that 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 barrier was kind of broke, because I do remember, you know, some like some instances being around you and, and, and TK would kind of be a little, not standoffish, but you could tell he was kind of like, <laughs> man, what this nigga? Man, what he yeah. what he got going on? And I really just was like, bro, I'm just I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here, bro. Like I'm just shit. I don't want nothing, man. This is enough for me. Yeah. Shit, you got me on this mountain looking over the city. Hey, I'm I'm happy. I'm glad I'm here. Oh, now you got me in yeah. West Palm over here on yeah. at this at your movie premiere. Like your face is on this, bro. I'm just happy to be here, dog. Yeah. Like that's really yeah. just what it was for me, man. And to like really see where you come from to where you at and where you're going and what you're doing to this day, I'm still inspired. Like I still sit back and I'm just like, yo, he gonna, he gonna make it. He gonna do it. You know what I mean? Like he already, you already on, you already on the way. Like you already on the way. Cause a lot of people hit them. They hit those little bumps in the road and they give it up, man. They give it up and they feel like maybe this isn't for me. You know what I mean? And I'm a firm believer in everything happens when it's supposed to, you know what I'm saying? And I've just, like Absolutely. I I've always said, man, just I just always been inspired. And he continues to do it. Like he really does, man. And and when you meet TK and he's not like, you know, standoff, so you got his guard up with you a little bit, like, bro, you'll see he really just is he's a to the floor guy. I remember I brought a friend with me um that time we did come to LA. And even he said he was like, nah, see. Why you like TK, man? He's just he's just a real person. I'm like, yeah, bro. He don't try to act like he's got more than you. He don't try to act like uh, this and put up. No, he's just really humble. He's just really to the floor. And like for me, that's respected. You know what I mean? Like I respect yeah. the hell out of that because it's bro, you don't find that. You don't really find that everybody's yeah. trying to impress you. And it's like, nah. And TK ain't never, he's never just kicked it. He's never kicked his game to me like that, man. It's always just been real and just this is what it is, man. This this is me. Shit. Yeah. Whether I got a thousand dollars in my pocket, I got a million dollars. This is me, bro. Like, this is just what it is. And then you know what I'm yeah. saying? And and I'm excited where he's going. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I 
And I, I tell him, man, you know, hey, man, one day you're going to offer me a part, man. Like, because I, I just believe that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really know, believe I that. You know, know what I mean? It just, I just, I, I just need the kissing scene with Karuchi and then we good. That's it. Okay. That's okay. it. We're going to manifest that. Now. I'm, I'm manifesting it right now. 2000, what we in, 2021. I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you three years, man, before we on okay. Warner Brothers set. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, nah, but I, I do. Nah, def- I definitely believe uh, that you got a, a bright future ahead of you, man. With um, with everything you're doing, man, and just going like acting, producing, and and everything. Because what I what I say is too, man. I feel like you you utilize all your talents when it comes to. Everything like you've used dancing, you've used your acting. Now it's led led you up now to producing and directing something. It's like everything you've done has led you somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I yeah, really so. just like, bro. I this and I feel I'm dead serious. Like I feel like you gonna get there, man. You gonna be there. Like you gonna yeah. be one of the most talked about people in Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just don't let the Illuminati don't let the Illuminati <laughs> fool you. You know what I'm saying? If oh, you got don't don't, oh, don't let the Illuminati man. fool you, man. If they got oh, if you got to sacrifice oh. anybody, not me. <laughs> not me. I'm not not me. Don't Ew, don't make it bro. don't make it crazy with me. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all I'm saying. But um yes, So I do I do want to talk to you about something cuz I had Nina on a podcast not too long ago. Yeah. You know Nina. That's that's my girl. She I know Nina. Nina. And we talked about when you came down here and we went out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, I told the whole story. And I said, you know what? I don't want to say too much about TK and his experience because I'm going to have him on my podcast soon. And I'm going to let him talk about it. But on that, we yeah. did speak about going out. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. What happened? You know, and how you turn into like a, excuse me, a CSI, like forensic scientist. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if, but anybody who ain't catch the last podcast I had with Nina, uh, TK came down from LA, came to Florida for like a week. And uh, we went out one night and uh, we pre-gained a little bit before we went out. We got to this club, hanging out, drinking. And and I'll let you speak for your own personal experience on like really, you know, what it was like for you coming to Florida, um, just seeing the vibes. Even when we went downtown, you got to see the like the street dancers and um the yeah. whole club incident. So I, I'll go ahead and let you because I don't I don't you know what I mean? I don't want to give them your perspective on your on your trip here, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah, man. Um first off, uh, I've been to Florida once. Well, I've been to Florida once, and that was in Tallahassee. Then I've been to West West Palm Beach, but Tallahassee it was that was a super, super, super dope experience. So, but when I came to Tampa, it um it just kind of just has like this breath of fresh air because it kind of got like this country feel to it. You know what I'm saying? And and you know just to be able to see like the the, 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 the crocodiles and shit and everything like that. Uh, which is like you don't see that. Right? I'm from Chicago, so you don't see, you know, what I'm saying it's just some type of animals just, you know, chilling and walking around and chilling people's yards and shit like that. So, uh, but you know, and then when you took us, took me to your homeboy crib, it was just dope to just see that, the, you know, they cutting hair and then they got the 
pig roasting on the on the whole pig just roasting on the side. Oh yeah, you know yeah. I, t- like, I totally forgot forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Went to the home. That was that was like you know what I'm saying. I made sure I got that on the Snapchat. Yo, that was wild. <laughs> like, definitely. De- I remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know they couldn't have. Yeah, they were slicing the whole pig out there. Had him cook, just flipping the pig out there. Dude getting his hair cut right there. It was like, and we were at somebody's yeah. house. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. He was in. He was over there in uh, West Tampa with that. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. And so, um, so here though, but then there's the Case Kitchen, which you know you went there like every day. I was yeah, I, I said that you had me that, that shit like four days. Ooh, that the whole time you was here, we ate that by four times. told him the whole it was a rundown that the, you know the chick she came then she came back over there with all her friends and yeah and then to just see her like walk leave out the club and she just seemed normal you know what i'm saying she seemed like she handled her look and she didn't seem at all like drunk or like yeah when she left she definitely she didn't seem do. drunk you feel me she was chill uh and then you know to hear you know, you and your boy, y'all, you know, doing the whole, like, trying to figure out where, you know, whatever, whatever. And then to come out and find out that the shorty was missing. And then it went from that to, like, you know, they got articles and stuff. Like, I just, that was, yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting to, to, to experience that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, nah, and me, um, well, me and Nina spoke about that. My bad. I mean, to cut you off. Well, um, Oh, yeah. I said, you know, I was like, it It kind of was eye-opening for me. I said, because I, t- I I spoke about the drive home. I was like, y'all was a little, you know, I was under the influence. I don't promote <laughs> drinking the drive. I said, but I put people on that. I put I put y'all on that roller coaster. You know what I'm saying? And we made it home, but the fact that she didn't, this 22-year-old girl, yeah. like, drove herself yeah. off the bridge or whatever happened. You know what I'm saying? Whatever happened. Look. Yeah. <laughs> She came like, man, it looked like somebody rolled off the road, man. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, bro, it's a lot, man. Then her, then her baby daddy died like a week or two later, so it's kind of like on her baby's father. Yeah, man. So it's just weird, man. To me, like I don't know, too, bro. I ain't, I didn't, I didn't give it too much thought, you know. God rest her soul, and and I hope you know her two children are looked out for, you know. But that definitely was a, a eye opening experience for me, just in itself. Cause I'm like, damn, like you was just in my face, like. You was just yeah. in my face, and now you you gone. It's yeah, crazy, but yeah. life happens fast. It does. We it also does. uh, right, we went out. Where did we go? Uh, we did. We went out. We went down. We went to Soho. Oh, the downtown was it downtown? Well, we did end up. Me and you didn't end up going downtown, but I'm I'm saying as far as the nightlife, we went to Soho, 
and that's when the late the girls pouring you shots uh straight into your to your mouth. Oh, yeah. yeah, the bar Howard. <laughs> yeah. That was lit too. That was busting too. Yeah, it was would. a different crowd. Different crowds. Um but yeah, it was still good. Still still dope. And then yeah, we went downtown and that's where we sat in the the uh, smokers bowl. And yeah, you guys see me the see the kids dancing and stuff. My bad. I feel like I'm like leading all this. And my bad. Go ahead. This is your experience. You came to Florida. No, no, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, we was in a smokers bowl, and you know, I love to dance, and I love to see the shorties dance. You know, they they got their own you know way of freestyling and everything like that. So just checking that out, that was just all dope. But the fact that you could, even that's even available, that'd be that shit. I I'd probably be over there almost every day. Yeah, nine and uh. TK came down when the, I think the pandemic was kind of like a heavy thing. So, you know, in Florida, we don't care about the masks. We don't, we don't worry about all the masks. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't getting over about that, that. So I felt like that was a whole thing for him, too. Like, damn, man, you don't need no mask going to gym? Nah, man, I don't be wearing no mask. Nah. Man. Fuck that. Yeah, man, because out here in L.A., bro, they do not play. They don't play about that. that so mask. y'all still they got the mask, mask stuff going on out there right now? Well, you know what's interesting is that I had went out to a bar last night, and they want you to have a mask before you go inside the bar, but once, once you're inside, inside you it's, it off. It's, it's whatever. Yeah, they lifted the mandate so, down here. Yeah, that's kind of like, uh, but some places they still require you just to be like, hey, if you come to pick up something, you got to have a mask on, even though, like, it's people in the restaurant eating with no mask, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but, yeah, but at that time, you know, the L, you know, L.A. was just, you you need to have that mask on at all times. So me being over there in Tampa, it was just like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of felt a little out of place. <laughs> but you feel me? You know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, shit, I ain't give a fuck about the mask. Yeah, no, nah, we was definitely hanging out down here, man. That was, that was a good experience. <laughs> I remember at yeah. one point I was like I was trying like to get you and trying to go back out. Nah, I I need to just rest, man. I need to just relax for a second, man. Cause I felt like I, I was trying to make sure your time here wasn't wasn't lame, wasn't boring. I was definitely nah. trying to have you out and about. You know what I mean? And um, nah, yeah. it was I, definitely I definitely enjoyed myself, bro. It definitely did. Yeah, that was that was definitely dope, man. And um, like I said before, man. I'm I'm very inspired. I'm very I'm very proud of you, man. You know what I'm saying. I'm very thankful for the uh, friendship we have, and you know just the growth I've gotten to see. You going from dreadlocks to to waves to low cut. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah bro. Been there since the dreads. Yeah, yeah since bro. the dreads, man. I, I I I've been there, man. You know what I'm saying. And, <laughs> you know you you just the, just like I said for me, it's just very inspiring, man. Because you really. It's almost like you watching somebody make it, you know what I'm saying? But it also inspires me because yeah. it's like, you know what? For whatever it is or whatever I got going on, I just got to keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? I got to keep doing whatever it is I'm doing and just keep pushing. And you don't ever give up on your dreams, man, because, like, do you ever think about where you would be if you weren't doing what you were doing right now? All the time, bro. All the time. And I think that whatever if i wasn't doing this i wouldn't be happy you know what i'm saying mm. i wouldn't be i wouldn't be happy with life because you know i mean this is exactly i mean what what i did not want to do is be working a job 
know what I'm yeah. saying? I didn't want to work in corporate America. I mean, that's just me. That's just me. Yeah, no, nah, it ain't no, it, it, it ain't for everybody, America. man. And what you doing ain't you for know? everybody. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, bro, I, I'm, I don't regret. I have no regrets up until this point for what, for everything that I've done, everything that I sacrificed to me, you know, um, because this is me, like, time away from family and, you know, friends and or whatever the case is. And, uh, and you know, and I even get people that will, you know, hit me up. You know, I get DMs from a lot of people, you know, and they just, you know, they go, you know, they, they, they tell me, they say, man, you doing it, or man, you out there making it, or man, you out there living it up. And, you know, you living a good life. And I always make sure that I just keep it, uh, uh, keep it hunted with anybody that just says that, like, you know, this is made what it looks like, but it is not what it seems. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like people always see, of, uh, what they what there's a saying for that too. It's like, well, I I just say people always look at what you what you're doing right now, but they don't know what it took for you to get there, like what you had to go through, all the work you had to put in, you know, the 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 thousand no's that you may have gotten just to get that one yes. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it it's that man. But I mean, you make it look good, man. You just can't knock that. You make you make it look good, man. That's it. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, nah, man, you you deserve that, man. And and I like I like to hear that you get recognition from other people, man. Because I feel like just because I know you personally too, man, you deserve that, man. You deserve that, man. You, you work hard, man. Like and that's just what it is. And thank you. Yeah, that's man. Awesome. Just like I said, man, at the Oscars when you getting your Oscar. Just make Bro, sure. You know you're gonna be there, man. I need to be know. sitting next to Karuchi, man. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how we gonna do hey. it, but that's hey, that. We, we, we don't make it happen. That's what I, I, I got. I definitely got faith in that you're doing that. So, aside from you, you know, shooting the the social. What what was the movie? The soup. The soup. Super dilemma. Super dilemma. I almost called it the social dilemma. I need to get off that Netflix. <laughs> The super dilemma. Is there anything else that you you're working towards? Do you have any goals that you really want to accomplish, like before this year is over with? Because man, we about to be in June, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the goals is to quit my job, <laughs> and that's uh, that's a real that's a, a goal that I'm I've been so like uh, trying to do mm-hmm. this year uh, because I. I do. I, I might be shooting movies and you know all that other stuff, but I still work a regular job. Yeah. So, um, and and he got he basically I mean, basically what he's saying is he's trying to just make sure he got gas for his Maybach. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you get me. Um, or, uh, <laughs> and so, um, so that is one of the goals this year is that I, that I, that I work hard enough that I can be able to get me uh, book something that I can you know that could take care of me for mm-hmm. you know a couple of years um, because with having a job uh, you know it for me I believe that it definitely takes away from my creativity my the more time that I could be putting towards my careers towards the goals towards the things that I want to do mm-hmm. um, but of course some of that has that time has to be given towards me trying to uh you know keep a roof over my head and keep my my car running you know what i'm saying so uh but yeah if that would be that would be a really 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 uh uh dope goal for me is to be able to you know quit the 
to quit the job so that I can put more of my time into creativity. So basically, you said like just a big, big goal for you would be to book something that's just gonna put you in a, in a finance, like a different financial level, to where you don't absolutely. Have to, yeah, yeah, okay. And do you are yeah. you are you or would you say that? you're putting yourself in that position. Like, cause I know I've spoke to you before about like Netflix series and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so would you say that you have any of those, these type of auditions or anything coming up? Yeah, bro. Um, I get, yeah. Like <clears throat> for me, I just, there, there's like a vibration. There's like a certain energy that I feel like, you know, that I just feel like this may, this year might be, the year, you know what I'm saying? Um, because the type of auditions and the type of work that I that I get to audition for, literally, are type are, are type of jobs that literally, like, if I book it, it's changing my life tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just really just takes one yes of all the, the material that I've that I've been getting this year. So, and 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 then you know, I mean, literally, I just auditioned for something that had Jamie Fox already attached to it. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Um. No, I I've, haven't heard back from him, so I assume I didn't get that job. But that's the type of work that I'm. But yeah, I was just I'm, about to say that it's see? the fact that yeah. you're even like there. You know what I'm saying? That you're even yeah. being considered, that you're able to even audition like that. That that speaks volumes, man. That speaks volumes. Yeah. So when I see stuff like that, you know, it's just like all right, just keep on just hanging in there, hanging in there, hanging in there. Yeah, man, because you you. I'm telling you right now, man, you're going to do it. I've been telling you, man, you're already on your way. Like, you, you're doing it. There ain't no ain't no if and buts. Maybe you're already getting booked. Now you're, you're producing and you're directing. It's like you're doing it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you are closer to your goal than you are further away from it, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're closer to the goal to the goal than you are, like, away from it. You know what I'm saying? So, I just, yeah. man, I, and I just feel like that, man, because – like I said, from just MySpace to Facebook to the first time meeting you to see where you at now and the conversations we have and what you working towards, it's like, bro, you that the the story don't even end. You know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna make it, and even at then, it's not over. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're gonna reach yeah. another level because people that 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 you know what I'm saying? Like what if it's if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and bro, you, yeah. you you definitely doing something that a lot of people aren't doing, man. There's so many people that sit back and they're like, "Damn, I wish I could do that," but I'll never, I'll never make these type of sacrifices. I would never sleep in my car. I would never, nah, bro. You're doing it, and you've yeah. done it. You know what I'm saying, and and you gonna keep doing it, and you are gonna reach that level. You know what I'm saying, and you are gonna be on be on your shows with Jamie Foxx and. I I, to, I think I told you the other day, man. It's not gonna be too long before these people are, are calling you and asking you if they can audition for your film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. You gotta just keep pushing with it, man. I definitely, definitely feel like you gonna you gonna reach that pinnacle, man. I definitely do. For real. I appreciate that, brother. Yeah, man. Come on, man. You already know. You already know. Yes, sir. So before I get out of here, before we get out of here, yeah. I have a golden yeah. question that I always ask. Everybody, and yes. I didn't tell TK about this before, you know what I'm saying? So, he <laughs> this is just the first time he's gonna hear it. So, yeah, if you could change one thing in this world, what would it be? One thing, 
if you could change one thing in this world, what would it be? The mistreatment of black people. The mis the mistreatment of black people. Hell yeah, motherfuckers give us our fucking props and our flowers as they as they should have always been the ones. Yeah. Racism, I don't know, something like that in that aspect. I mean, nah, bro, you said what you said. You know what I'm saying? You, you yeah. the mistreatment of black people. See, I um, and I was having a conversation with somebody about this other day because there was an incident um where I was at a park. And I just kind of was just walking up, and the guys working at the park, like, uh, they were giving these 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 black kids not not really a hard time, but kind of like, you know, hey, uh, you need to leave, you need to you need to go, you know what I mean? Are you waiting on a ride or what are you doing? And yeah. at first, I didn't say anything. I kind of left it alone because I'm just watching, you know what I'm saying? But I noticed he wasn't saying that to the white kids that was standing by the water fountain. So I'm kind of like, man, you know, it's kind of messed up, whatever. So the kids started kind of going back and forth with the dude, and I and I and I kind of intervened a little bit, you know, not minding my business, but also feeling like, you know, I I need to um I need to I need to be the difference here, you know what I mean? I can't just sit back and kind of let just whatever happen because it was a he's a younger dude, man, probably a teenager, and you know I still I told him I said, hey, man, why you even want to deal with this? Why do you even want to sit here and deal with this dude's mouth? It was probably gonna call the police on you. Make up some story, get you in trouble. Like, why do you even want to deal with that? And the kid looked at me. He's like, he's like, no, nah, bro, you right. And he ended up walking away. And even in that moment, I felt like, damn, why do I even have to talk to this kid? In the sense, like, bro, your life could possibly be in danger just from a stupid little, you know, just incident like this. But then I also turned to the dude and I told him, I said, man, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna treat these kids a certain way, you need to make sure you're treating all the kids this way. Cause you didn't tell these other kids to leave, um, and I say all that to say that sometimes I feel like a person, and this and this could be for any race, man. I feel like sometimes, but we're talking about blacks, and um, I feel like, and just so everybody knows, so we clear, my dad is black. I I identify more with being black than I do being Spanish, being white. My mom is white and Cuban, but I was raised in a black household, so. I feel like a lot of it comes from intimidation and ignorance. And when I say that, I feel like the lack of what you know about a person can also intimidate you, you know, because I feel like a lot of people are raised to look at certain races a certain way, you know what I mean? And they're intimidated by them, you know? So you got this, this young kid out here sitting here with his earrings and his dreadlocks but you got this white kid over here who has a bowl cut blonde hair and he's on a skateboard because you're a white male, that kid with the skateboard and the blonde hair and the bowl cut, he don't look intimidating to you. you. You're not worried about him, but because of what you've been programmed to think, I feel like now you're looking at this black kid with dreadlocks and, and gold earrings, like he going to do something to you. You know what I'm saying? Like you're intimidated by him. You know nothing about this kid. Yeah, that's that. That, that, that kind of like goes by that saying, uh, "You're afraid of what you don't know." Yeah, no, nah, absolutely, know? absolutely. So, as you say that, man, I, I, I totally, I totally understand where you're coming from with that. Like, I definitely do. Um, it, it's just a, I, I, just in the raw way to say it, it's fucked up. It, it is fucked up yeah. because yeah. people are like that, and me, like, I got friends, and I know dudes. 
like they six foot four, big, like huge dudes. Like they would scare somebody, but it's like, damn, when you get to know this dude, he's not even like that, man. He's not right. like you know what I'm saying. He's probably one of the nicest people you know, and it's and it's crazy yeah. to me, man. Like that people really will be intimidated by just what they don't know. The ignorance, just I don't. It will cause them to mistreat people, man. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of that going on in this world. And I mean, and I think that's why it's important for you know us being in you know media, entertainment, film, television, Hollywood, and shit like that. That we use utilize our tools to tell our stories. Everybody's stories need to be told, told, and that's the only way to be be able to understand you know people. Like there's still so many black. Like there's always when it's a black story, you know what I'm saying. There's either you're portrayed this way, this way, this way, but then you don't realize that there's like a plethora of different types of black people. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. They all don't act the same. No, absolutely. You know so all those stories need to be told, and you know what I'm saying. And, and once we can get the, the understanding of the, how people, and just not only black people, but anybody. Yeah, you know, no, there's, there's, there's many different ways. So mm-hmm. yeah. We all need our stories told so that we can all understand each other and we don't have to, you know what I'm saying, live off the stereotypes that, you know, pretty, you know, fucked up. Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. I definitely agree with you. I had a incident, my, me personally, not even just the park incident, but I went into a, uh, looking for a car and stuff not too long ago. And I, I said this on my podcast, it was called the, the, the car salesman experience where, this dude basically looked at me, heard me speak one time, and now his whole just his whole character changed, man. Now he's talking to me like, yo, this car smokes, man. Like this car is fine. And it's just like, yo, I'm looking at him, bro. I'm like, bro, why? Like, I didn't say it, but I'm like, why are you even why are you talking to me like that? Cause if I was if I was a white dude or an older white guy, or not even if I was a older Chinese guy, you wouldn't be talking to me like that. You wouldn't be doing yeah. that. You know what I mean? And I remember I was, I was with my friend. I was like, yo, I want to say something so bad. Like, I want to let him know about himself. And then my friend said, if you do, then you just prove his stereotype right. And I'm like, and that, and that's, that's to me, is the worst. Because now I can't correct you or tell you how you disrespected me without you looking at me like, see, I knew it. See, yeah. I knew exactly. you were. I knew yeah. you were like that. I I just knew it. I just uh-huh. knew you were a, a thug. I knew. It. Yeah, I knew you were gonna be a nigger in here. I just knew it. You know what I mean? And it's just it's it's fucked up, man. Because yeah. not for nothing. Like there are white people who grow up in the ghetto. There's Chinese people yeah. who grow up in the ghetto. Like America, yeah. I feel like has programmed us to think like the ghetto just got like black people or you know what I mean? But yeah, nah, man, no, man. There's white people that's growing up in the ghetto. There's Spanish people, Chinese people. Like not everybody has a good life, man. And it's like what you said, that story, like everybody's story needs to be told, but it's like certain races are just portrayed in a certain way. And it's, it's horrible, man. But that's just the world we live in, man. And and it's, it's crazy, man. It's definitely crazy. But I definitely understand where you're coming from with that answer, man. And I respect yes, that. Sir. And I respect that. And again, man, I want to thank you for being on my podcast, man. I know you got a busy schedule, you know what I'm saying, out there in Hollywood doing your thing. But I definitely appreciate you being on here, man, and sharing a bit of your story. Um, of course, bro. Yeah, man, for real, man. And, and again, 
I'm proud of you. I'm thankful for you. I'm very grateful for our friendship, man. And, and I really, really like am always still inspired, man. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm always yes, inspired, sir. man. I, I love watching the story, seeing you doing stuff, whether it's, you know, um, it looked like you got knocked down in one scene, man. I almost, I thought I was going to have to catch a flight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought I was going to have to catch a flight, but I had to remember my, my boy over here in Hollywood doing his thing. Yeah. And yeah. Um, just just keep going, bro, because I'm, I may be more vocal about it, but like you said, you got people in your DMs telling you stuff, man. You don't know who else out here in this world that you're inspiring by what you're doing, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and that that's an amazing thing, man, because it ain't even so much about what you're saying. It's about what you're doing, you know? Yeah. So one more time, too, before we get out of here, you need to yeah. you need to give your social media up in case some okay. ladies be like, oh, who is that? Who is TK? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can follow me on Instagram, uh, TK Richie. That's TK R I C H Y. And then you can also uh, look me up on YouTube, TK Richardson. You can find all like my content, short films, and projects and stuff on there as well. There we go. There we go. So before we get out of here, I would like to end my shows with my little mantra, man. Feel me? Uh, yeah. You have to be very, very grateful man be very thankful man for everything you have because there's someone out there that's praying for half of what you have appreciate people that's in your life whether it's for five minutes five days five weeks five months five years because life moves fast man and you never know you know when when it's your time so be thankful be grateful and always always remember to live life abundantly <laughs>